It's fourth down. The hold, the kick, the win for the Giants. And Tommy DeVito <laughs> and Brian Dable. They've won three straight. Obviously, uh, extremely disappointed. Um, I think our team learned a valuable lesson in terms of you don't play your best. It doesn't matter who you're playing, where you're playing, and when you're playing. You're not going to win the game. We lost a turnover battle. Weren't good enough in, in situational ball, third down red zone. Uh, we had plenty of opportunities. Give New York credit. They went out there. They played better than we did tonight. This game's about execution. And we didn't execute to the best of our ability. Let's go down. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast as usual. I'm your host, that's NFL on Twitter and of course follow the group at UK Packers. And <laughs> what a bad game. Um, do you know what? I was expected to come on here and and because in my head, the narrative started to build up. And from watching the game and I was like, yeah, well, I let it percolate like a good old cup of coffee or a bad one. And I started to say to myself, do you know what? Do you know what this was? This was Matt LaFleur's usual thing where we come up against the Lions we shouldn't have won in quotations even though when you look at them they lost to the Bears uh, you look at them and you go we shouldn't have won that game we've no right to win the game we win it yay uh, we go up against the champion Super Bowl champion Chiefs there's no way we're going to win that game right we win the game and then you're like oh my god this Packers uh, they're, they're in form before that we beat the Chargers before the Chiefs and the Lions and you're kind of thinking, you know what? We turned the corner. Uh, Jordan Love has obviously figured it out. And our young wide receivers have made that step up. Uh, and then I wanted to say, we did a Matt LaFleur special, didn't we? Where we come up against a team we were supposed to beat. Uh, the Buccaneers were supposed to be the bad one. Uh, the Giants was supposed to be easy one. Panthers, easy. Vikings, fairly easy, I would imagine. Bears, eh. We'll walk them. It doesn't look the case anymore because the Bears looked really good. Dan Orlovsky was on talking about Justin Fields and, you know, you should give him a chance. But that's, let's not be fooled here, right? Because Like Bears fans, because that's what happens with them. But the schedule isn't looking that easy. But if you're going to go through, and this happened last year, if you're going to make some sort of a run, you have to make the games count. And coming into this game, the stats against the Giants, as I mentioned on Quick Snaps, you know, this game was here for the taking. Uh, but you have to take it. And if you don't take it, well, it's your own fault. And unfortunately, it was the Packers' fault. However, I don't think this was kind of a a bottle job where they didn't take the game seriously, didn't take their opponent seriously. Um, and it ended up coming back to bite us. Because I think if we're honest with ourselves, there was some good stuff, uh, some all right stuff, and some really bad, inopportune stuff in this game as well. Um, there's some lessons to be learned for some players like Valentine um, gets called for defensive pass interference which I believe is only a matter of time um, I'll kind of get into the nitty gritty of a bit not too much because after a loss I understand you don't really want to be listening to it but I don't think this fits the narrative of a LaFleur tank job where he goes away and they're just not prepared 
And he initially thought it would have been right because they asked him, like, man, what the hell happened? I mean, coming into this game, did did it look rough and, and it kind of just materialised on the field? And he said, no, we had a great week of practice and I don't really know what happened. Um, one bad play after the other uh, happened when you look at the game. Just bad on all three phases. He sort of said in the press conference today, you know, the viewing was just rough. You know, on all three phases looking at it, it's pretty bad. Um, but sort of, you know what, you take a step back and you go down through it again and you look at it and you go, all right, there was some all right stuff in there, but it wasn't in any way good enough. The Packers didn't deserve to win that game. But again, it's frustrating, right? Because here's another close game. So uh, we win against the Bears, we go up against the Falcons and we lose by one point. Uh, we don't do well against the Lions, that's fine. Uh, the Raiders, we lose by four points. The Broncos, we lose by two points. The Vikings, we lose by two scores. But from being at that game, and I keep saying it, uh, we were definitely was there to win at the end with Kirk Cousins going out. Steelers, another loss, lost by four points. And the Giants, now we've lost by two points. So, would have lost by one had we not went for two. And that go for two was dreadful. You know, and I see an awful lot of commentary about like, oh, well, the end arounds weren't working in this game. What are we doing? And they were. In the first half, they were. But where I would agree with you is that they weren't working in the second half. So, to go for that play on the two-point conversion was just no good. And you can nearly point the finger at special teams, almost. We got away with one where Rudy Ford interfered with the kicker. It just sounds horrendous, doesn't it? Uh, which is a bad penalty because the, you know, the AJ Dillon was run stuff before that, Dubs catch for five yards, and it was a scrambled play, and he skies it to AJ Dillon before that. And so we're already sort of backed up. Um, and we were backed up on our own end zone because the play before that, it was another bad penalty, which is that blindside block by Anthony Johnson Jr. Now I hear all of this, talk of LaFleur is going to question that with the league and ask them how am I going to tell my players to tackle or if that was a penalty but look it was a half distance to the goal um, and moved us back on special teams and again literally the next special teams play that we had Rudy Ford interfered with the kicker um, I did hear the comms bang on about oh the punt returner had no idea that Rudy Ford was even there he had his eye on the ball I don't know about that uh, it was Rudy Ford you can't put yourself in that position uh, now that ended up leading to a missed Giants field goal so what do we say no harm no foul they got the ball on the basically 30 yard line uh, Devondre Campbell made a good play and then he gets a good tackle again which forced the field goal which was good so again it's not all bad but you know bad field position bad on special teams um, and I wouldn't mind we started off the game well right and this is where the oh the end round wasn't working well it did because we started the game with an end around to Jaden Reed. Uh, an AJ Dillon run, then a seven-yard catch by Tucker Craft, and Craft again not to kind of jump around. A very impressive game, you know. Musgrave goes down, and we heard all of this talk in practice where you know it wasn't going to work out for Craft as of yet. He's too raw. Musgrave is head and shoulders above him. Musgrave, an absolute warrior, gets a lacerated uh, kidney, liver, kidney, and he goes out, and Tucker Craft steps in, and he comes up big. And there's a play later on where. He stands in there um, and absolutely takes a beating and turns up the field. Uh, it's nice. Rudy Ford kind of redeems himself, I guess, when the punt that the Packers do hits off a Giants player 
and he recovers it later on, uh, which is nice. Uh, that was just when Jordan Love as well got picked off. So it's third and 17. Well, almost picked off and he tries to pass it downfield. And that kind of sums up Jordan Love's day, I think. He got outplayed by uh, DeVito, the quarterback for the Giants, who we somehow made <laughs> look like Lamar Jackson or something. You know, the way he was running around there. But I guess that's what happens when you have a bad O-line who gives up a lot of sacks. Uh, you know, you're going to get a quarterback that squirts out. And coming into this game, and this is what I sort of said from the top, the stats were wild. De- DeVito got sacked a 19% of all pass plays before this game. And he's been sacked 20 times in his first three starts, but zero by the Packers. But I went down, as I always do, and I made sort of notes of, you know, all the good and bad and the ugly. And from the very first defensive stand, he was nearly being sacked. Um, And he also got off to a bit of a dodgy start. You know, his very first pass is very catchable to Hyatt, but he drops it. Uh, Barkley rips off a 10-yard run, not good enough. But then we run stuff straight away. Then Valentine is called for a DPI. And the comms call it right. It was later on in that game... Uh, that Valentine, again, I think he just needs to keep his his mouth shut because he could have got done for taunting later. And I've sort of, I've had him marked on the list, the naughty list, if you will. Um, you know, just to sort of say he really needs to stop that yapping um, because it was later on in the game that he got beaten for a touchdown in the end zone, the corner of the end zone. Now, what I would say about that as well is that that actually was just a fantastic play. And at the very end of the game uh, for ourselves, uh, Heath goes up and catches the ball and that just gets knocked away so it's very easy to come on here and try say the narrative is the team were crap they weren't ready love was off which he was the team just weren't up for it and blah 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 but when you look at it it comes down you can nearly make the you know this game it comes down to a missed field goal again in a way because Carlson misses one from 45 yards and on the next possession, I believe, he gets it for 48. Um, so it's a difference maker in the end. It's another game for the Packers that was close. And in a game of inches and a game of fine margins, especially when it's to do with the kicking game and it's under 50 yards, then you expect your kicker to come out and make the difference. And yes, I'm a big proponent of you should never blame a, a game that goes sideways on missed special teams. But... That's what the Packers need right now. And I guess this was my exact point coming into this season. And it's weird actually seeing Mason Crosby get signed for the Rams onto the practice squad and then gets cut after one game because their kicker actually decides to uh, pull his head out of the clouds. So that was my exact point, is that if you have a kicker that's perfect, and Carlson's been damn good, I, I won't do him a disservice. Um, but he's just he seems to have missed kicks in games where it's really mattered. And when you have a young squad and you have a quarterback who's not in rhythm, because look, from the very beginning, Jordan Love was skying balls. He was, you know, there's two incompletions, one to Dobbs, which I believe was catchable, and then one to Wicks, which wasn't. Um, And then he, on the next offensive possession, it's third down uh, and it's a bad third down because it's just bad offense. You know, he's scrambling uh, and Dylan's wide open and he just skies the pass. And then on the next possession, they give it to Dylan then to sort of try, obviously let Love calm down. Dylan runs for four, then he gets stuffed. 
Uh, then Reed is just short of the first down marker. Wicks just gets the first down, which was some nice plays from Jordan Love. And then AJ Dillon has one of his most explosive plays of the game. And Love does a really good job of exploiting the coverage and seeing that AJ Dillon is free. And he hits him with a pass, but the throw itself is high. You know, it ends up with a, a read end around for the score, which was good play design. So, you know, it, that play is a perfect sort of personification of what the Packers were on the night. Dylan cracks off a run. It's grand. Then he gets stuffed. Then we just about reach first down. Then it's a really good coverage play. Uh, although it's not perfect, it's high. And the Packers only really get into it on in the fourth quarter which is kind of a return to form, really, isn't it? Because this is the way we were playing, where we went down early and then we clawed back in. The only thing is that it felt a little bit different. I didn't feel like... Listen to my feelings. I didn't feel like this game was kind of out of reach until the very last drive when we played prevent defense. And um, it's just... That's the heartbreaking part of thing, and that's the part that's got everybody. You know, and then there was just brain fart plays where players were getting... Um, tackled and they weren't going out of bounds you know I think that might have been Taylor at the end although I have to say honourable mention for Taylor uh, he had a bit of a fantastic game especially coming up to the end he really stepped up but look it's half time the Packers go in and we're winning it's 10-7 then 10-14 uh, then the punt hits off the Giants player and we think we might have something going however um, we don't but look it ends up 14-13 Um. And it was a bit of back and forth with special teams, but it just looked messy. It just looked sloppy. You know, defense was good and then it was bad. And then, you know, but look, DeVito, and that's what I was kind of saying from the top, is that DeVito, with how much he got sacked, he nearly got sacked by us five times. And that's not clutching at straws. That's not sort of saying like, oh, well, he kind of squeaked out and there was a defender in the vicinity. No, he nearly got stuffed a load of times. Uh, on their first offensive possession for the Giants uh, we get the penalty on Valentine we because I obviously play for the team and then we get that penalty back but DeVito's nearly sacked and that's sack number one but when you look at the penalties for us um, it's a false start on offense on our first offensive possession then it's the penalty for Valentine then it's the penalty in the blindside block so Jesus on two and a half possessions we're already getting absolutely stuffed then it's the penalty on Rudy Ford the next time uh, the defense come out, which is a bad one for 15 yards. It's lucky that we got away with it. But anyway, so that's we nearly got sacked there. And then a couple of plays later, he scrambles again and is almost sacked again. And then on that same possession, he's nearly sacked for a third time. Again, he has to scramble, um, which was annoying too because Devondre Campbell was on the coverage. You know, DeVito gets out. And again, Devondre Campbell sort of realizes it. He's at the first down marker by the time he tackles him and he gets that first down, which is really annoying. And it's the play after that that it was a wildcat. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. It's, it's going to be, again, they keyed in on Saquon Barkley. Uh, but it was one of the other running backs. And talk about showing your hand before the play. And then Barkley saunters in for the touchdown. You know, it's it was a weird game in that sense because if you look at Barkley's two touchdown runs, that's how I would characterize them. It was a saunter. And I remarked on the last podcast that the Packers seem to struggle when they're on long downs, you know. But when it comes, when the field is condensed, I thought they were doing really well. And in this game, they just didn't have an answer for what Saquon Barkley was bringing them. Um, and again, it didn't help that some of, the, some of these penalties or some of these mistakes, uh, like Keyshawn Nixon's 
bad play. You know, it was the pass to Robinson straight after. He's wide open. Um, you know, Valentine on the play. That's where he chirps up and should have got done for taunting. Um, a massive run by DeVito and he's just short of the touchdown. And then it's just a saunter by Barkley. And that's straight off the back of a bad special teams play. And it was bad luck and muffed punts happen and it's it's very harsh on the players to go in and nitpick and sort of say, well, you muffed it. You know, that shouldn't happen. It happens, you know. Um, it was a good punt. And the directional punting by their punter was quite good actually during uh, this game. But it was to muff the punt and then attempt to kind of arms outstretched, recover it again. And then the ball got batted down and knocked away. You know, it's just bad. And some of the other play calling then after that. So, of course, we give up that touchdown. Uh, Jaden Reed comes out with the end around for 22 yards. It's a beautiful play. And then it's just a bad play decision by Jordan Love straight away. You know, Dylan slips on the play. He gets up and Love dumps the ball off to him when he should have just got rid of it. But that's that's the play I was talking about where you know, the punt hits off the giant player and Ford makes the play and sort of redeems himself. But it's third and 17 before that and the pass is almost picked off. It's just love at a rhythm. Um, and when they got him in rhythm, he was good. But look, that was nearly sack number three and on bouncing around. And then on the very next uh, Giants offensive possession, DeVito is almost sacked again and he hits that pass on the sideline. That's the one love or um, sorry, LaFleur goes and challenged and he doesn't get it. So again, it's just, even the challenges didn't go our way and sometimes that happens. Um, the very next offensive possession for the Giants, um, which was after Love getting picked off, you know, and again, just a bad decision. You know, they had safety help, safety in the middle, uh, double coverage effectively and Love throws it. But the one silver lining is, is that that was the first career interception when we were leading or tied in a game. So you expect these interceptions to happen when we're trying to throw ourselves in or Love was making these desperation plays at the end of the game, trying to drill it into the end zone. So look, they, they come away with it and DeVito scrambles again and he's almost sacked again and that's nearly sacked number five. So it's kind of in line with their stats of giving up 69 sacks on the year, 20 sacks in three games. And we nearly got five sacks in this game. So close. And he just squirts out. And then an awful lot of these runs as well were designed runs for DeVito. And we just had no answer to him. We just couldn't um, shore up the run on the night. But then the Packers seemingly kind of um, redeemed themselves later on. And look, an honourable mention also goes to that. Uh, you won't forget it if you've paid attention to the game. Just that absolute blistering run. Uh, by Slayton right up the middle it, all, it looked off sides to me he got there so fast and he still he misses the ball carrier you know it's little things like that and then the missed field goal doesn't help fumble as I say by Nixon leads to a score straight away um, and then despite all of this uh, and an unbelievable reception by Kraft uh, Reed catching the pass and absolutely bringing the pain I love the fact that he didn't go out of bounds he brought the boom Dubs with the first down they try the end around, doesn't work. Uh, and then it's an end around, sh it's, a, it's an end zone shot to Torre and it's on the money, but the defender makes a great play and that's where the field goal is made. Uh, we stuffed them on the next play, defense do great. Then it's three runs by Dylan. We go on there and it's just, it's just bang, bang into the end zone the whole time. You know, Reed first down, it's a spinning grab, but he's out of bounds. 
Uh, Heath catches it, but it's knocked away. That's just a really good play by the defender. Heath catches it again, breaks the plane, breaks the ref at the same time. The official gets up, finally. Uh, the poor old man and uh, signals for a touchdown. We go for that two-point conversion and the end round wasn't on. Look, we're winning 22-21. The only reason we went for two was because we missed that field goal. So we have to try get it up to three points. And the rest is history. It's very bad defensive play calling by Joe Barry. Um, But that said, like it was awful to end the game and we should have won the game and it doesn't make sense and I understand people calling for Joe Barry's job at his head again because he only just about gets himself up out of, you know, the mire and then something like this happens. You know, and I feel as well, actually, that, you know, there was that fumble by Saquon Barkley and it was recovered by Valentine. And I know the story should be, oh, well, you know, from his errors early in the game and his penalties and he's he should have got done for taunting and, you know, he's done for DPI, which he should have got done in the Chiefs game, allegedly. Um, you know, and then it comes down to this play and Barkley just absolutely cranks off this colossal run after a previous play where he breaks off a colossal run and he gets tapped and trips. And it's, I actually think it's the ineptitude of Valentine on that play that saves the play because where you would think you'd pat him down when he's falling in front of you, they kind of avoid him. And I don't see the ball pop out until he actually hits the ground. So I don't think we can give him the credit and say, oh, well, he knew the ball was coming out, so he let him go, let the ball pop out and then got the ball. I just think he, he should have patted him down and didn't have the wherewithal to do it and it ended up working out for us. Um, but a great drive by Jordan Love. It goes to show what he can do when he is um, in rhythm. You know, it starts off with that AJ Dillon. He, he cranks off. It takes him three attempts to get that first down. But that's a tight pass for Dobbs. It's a great pass then and a spinning grab read for first down. You know, love runs and keeps the drive alive. That's some vin. Like, can I say vintage? Probably not. Um, it's just disappointing that we played that prevent defense at the end. But it's just one of those. I call these games plane crash games. You know, it's one of those other games where it's not one thing that goes wrong. It's just a bunch of nonsense over and over and over again. Love's not in rhythm. He's throwing Pauls up into the air. He's making bad decisions by dumping it off to A.J. Dillon after A.J. Dillon had fallen on his ass and couldn't get back up. It's it's Keyshawn Nixon making that decision not to just stay on the ball, fall on the ball, stay there. No, he tries to pick it up and go. That freak Rudy Ford thing, which didn't amount to anything, but it's just all of these things adding up just to ruin momentum. You know, and the defense can play well at times. You know, the bright parts are the pressure that we got on the veto we, we just didn't have his number and as well as that the giants blitz and they bring pressure an awful lot it's it's no secret and they did that against love and he only just about figured it out at the end of the game he seemed flustered um i'd also pull into question whether the receivers were running the right routes now there were some throws that were just obviously bad uh, but there's other ones where the ball was suspiciously in the place that the receiver probably should have been um, and I'd need to go back and look at the All-22 and, and break it out and all that kind of stuff. But it's a plane crash game. It was one mistake after the other. It all compounds. You can kind of lay the blame at that missed field goal. Had we done this and should we have done that? Should have, would have, could have. But you can't really... However, in a game of small margins, had we got it, we would have won the game. And onwards we go. Um, but I, I still would have been on here saying that that was a pretty bad way 
to come out after beating the Super Bowl champs. And if I was the Chiefs and they and they got kind of I'm not gonna say they got screwed over again, but there was another sort of, you know, controversial moment at the end with Travis Kelsey and he, you know, does that lateral pass and they should win the game and Tony's offside and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's a bitter pill to swallow, I think, to get beaten by the Packers. And it was a damn good game for the Packers. And then they got that call that didn't go their way with uh, Valentine with the DPI at the end. For them to be offsides and get screwed over again, I think the Packers needed to come out and win the game anyway. Um, but every game is a crunch game now. Uh, you know, what we've seen from the Packers last season, every game is a playoff game if we're going to get in. And it just breaks that kind of goodwill feeling of starting off the season well and then it going dodgy having a slide then seemingly bringing it back and then losing against the Giants now again you've heard on the soundbite at the start of the podcast that's three straight now for the Giants DeVito magic and all that kind of stuff but it's good until it isn't do you know what I mean I think they come up against a team that absolutely exposed them and you go oh okay well that was good while it lasted and it's good for me on Saturday to be banging on about you know DeVito and all of the Italian tropes that they are throwing on TV. I wonder how true Italians actually feel about that, by the way. Um, or Italian-Americans, even, you know. Because I remember they were taking the piss out of the Irish accent once on a broadcast. Now, I'm Irish, so I have no emotion. But I was sort of thinking, like, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. But they seem to be leaning into it. So, alarm bells? Nah, not really. Just a bad game. We had these under Aaron Rodgers as well. Just a game that just stank. Special teams wasn't good. Defense ended poor. Penalties, you know, we couldn't get this. Five nearly sacks, we just couldn't get it. Offense didn't really click into place until later on in the game. Some poor decision making by Jordan Love as well. Some bad play calls by Matt LaFleur. The end around wasn't working at the end of the game, yet he went to that one for the two-point conversion. It all adds up. It's plain crash stuff. So look, I'll end it there. Uh, should we be down about the game? No, I still remain in the, the decision because if you look at, we're still rotating, you know, left tackles in and out. The team's doing okay. Um, you know, the Giants, in fairness to them, have laid waste to teams and we just happen to be one of them. Did we get blown out? No. Had we a chance to win the game? Yes, until when? After the two-minute warning. Dear God. You know, if you just chalk up to these and we get an extra few extra points and field goals in some of these games... Uh, then the stat line looks an awful lot different. And we're still in the playoff hunt. There's an awful lot of teams in our position of being six and seven. We're six and sevens, mate. But anyway, I'm going to end it there. Look, the Patreon is going strong and we're going into the new year. If you want to have a New Year's resolution that will pay off, um, join the Patreon because there's a chance that your name will be plucked out with nine other people. So there's 10 names drawn out for the golden ticket draw to get an all-expenses-paid trip to Lambeau Field. Aside from that, there's just some wonderful prizes. I did the Christmas bumper draw. If you want to find out what they're all about, go to youtube.com forward slash UK Packers and check it out. I gave away a top prize uh, for Christmas, along with extra, extra, extra prizes and some nice little goodies in there as well. But the top prize was a Vince Lombardi era, 24 signature, multi-signed, photo which is just astounding and i've got another one to give away as well it's a smaller one but it's still absolutely fantastic it's a team photo and some incredible names on there to give away as well um so look they're coming hot and fast and you know don't let this play this is all development play it'll take i don't like the overreaction stuff online where we have a bad game fire joe barry play calling is terrible jordan love ain't dead two we win a game against the chiefs 
Jordan Love is the next coming of whatever and we've Bears fans going crazy. Let's just stay the course and let's enjoy the good stuff and bemoan the bad stuff and see if we can make the playoffs. From here on out, it's all balls to the wall and cheer for your team. Anyway, I've been at Steady the NFL. We've a short turnaround now till the next game coming up against the Bucks, which will be a difficult one, but I'll be on to do quick snapage for your big package. Um, so until then, see ya.